This is LBC News. Just gone 20 minutes after five. So then Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says they are at war and will win after Hamas fired a barrage of rockets from Gaza into Israel this morning. Hamas commanders say the attacks are targeted at enemy positions, while the action has prompted condemnation from a range of international nations, including the UK. The Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, uh, among those to react, saying, I'm shocked by this morning's attacks by Hamas terrorists against Israeli citizens. Israel has an absolute right to defend itself. Let's get the view now from the US. LBC News Washington correspondent Simon Marks joins me now. Simon, what's the reaction from the White House? Well, there is every indication, David, that the White House was caught completely flat-footed by all of these developments, and it's taken a while uh, for them to begin communicating. The first statement we got came four hours ago uh, from the National Security Council spokesperson Adrienne Watson. She wrote that the United States unequivocally condemns the unprovoked attacks by Hamas against Israeli civilians. Uh, she calls them Hamas terrorists. There is never any justification for terrorism. We stand firmly with the government and people of Israel and extend our condolences for the Israeli lives lost in these attacks. Uh, then, as the day got underway at the White House, uh, the press office issued a statement saying that senior national security officials briefed the president this morning on the appalling Hamas terrorist attacks in Israel. The president will continue to receive updates and White House officials remain in close contact with Israeli partners. Now, what's interesting about that statement is that it suggests that at no point was President Biden woken during the night to be told of what was taking place in Israel. Uh, like the rest of us, he found out when he woke up this morning, certainly judging uh, from that statement put out by uh, the White House uh, just a couple of hours ago and now we're being told uh, that the president has spoken uh, to Prime Minister Netanyahu. They spoke this morning and uh, the president in a statement of his own said the United States unequivocally condemns this appalling assault and I made clear to Prime Minister Netanyahu that we stand ready to offer all appropriate means of support to the government and people of Israel. He concludes my administration's support for Israeli security is rock solid and unwavering. Now, uh, no great surprise, of course, in an American president adopting that stance. I think there will be questions about whether President Biden uh, should perhaps have been alerted to this crisis uh, earlier. Should he have been woken up in the night? Should he have convened meetings of his national security officials? I think Republicans particularly will be interested to know the precise timeline. Uh, all of this comes at a very challenging moment here in Washington, D.C. Remember, uh, we are just uh, days after the Republicans, supported by Democrats, defenestrated the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, there is no legislation moving on Capitol Hill, and there won't be until a new Speaker is elected. Uh, that means that any response from Capitol Hill, to some extent, is going to be muted uh, because they can't immediately take any kind of legislative 
collective uh, action uh, in any meaningful way as a result of all of this and also complicating matters much as President Biden in that statement indicated rock solid support for Israel's government and its people you know complicating all that is the fact that his relationship with Benjamin Netanyahu has been complex uh, they are not in any way political uh, and ideological soulmates the US government under President Biden has been very critical uh, of the proposed uh, judicial reforms and the changes to uh, the independence of the judiciary that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu uh, has espoused and of course the Biden administration has been critical uh, of settlement activity but uh, all of that now I think will take a back seat uh, as President Biden and Prime Minister Netanyahu have to deal uh, not just with the next few hours and days but what with what will become massive questions in Israel itself and also hear about why there was no advance intelligence indicating that this was going to happen. I mean, with its echoes uh, of the surprise that took place in 1973, the Yom Kippur war attack, and that took place literally 50 years and one day ago. The timing hardly seems coincidental. And even with, uh, to some extent, echoes of the surprise America felt on September the 11th, 2001, after the Al-Qaeda attacks on New York uh, and Washington, I think there are going to be enormous questions, of course, for Israeli intelligence, but no doubt for Western intelligence agencies uh, as well. Um, we have also seen uh, a statement by uh, President Donald Trump, uh, perhaps uh, not surprisingly, uh, suggesting uh, that he uh, had made substantial progress in terms of advancing peace in the Middle East with those Abraham Accords that were signed at the White House uh, in the last few weeks of his administration. Uh, in a statement, he says these Hamas attacks are a disgrace and Israel has every right to defend itself with overwhelming force. Sadly, he goes on, American taxpayer dollars helped fund these attacks, which many reports are saying came from the Biden administration. He means the taxpayer dollars, obviously, not the attacks. We brought so much peace to the Middle East through the Abraham Accords only to see Biden whittle it away at a far more rapid pace than anyone thought possible. Here we go again. That's the end of former President Donald Trump's statement. Now, when he talks about taxpayer dollars, he's talking about humanitarian assistance that the United States has provided uh, to uh, uh, Palestinians uh, in both the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, and this Republican contention that that money has gone to fund some of these attacks. I don't think we, we know uh, yet uh, for a fact that that is what has occurred, uh, but certainly it is a narrative that Republicans uh, are espousing, and it's a, a reasonable question to ask, given the pattern of corruption that has existed uh, in the Gaza Strip for a, a, a very long time. But what that statement by Donald Trump makes absolutely clear is that he's going to use this as an election campaign issue in the United States, and he's going to argue uh, that former uh, that President Biden has been asleep at the switch with regard to the Middle East because as we've reported many times in the past on LBC News, you know, President Biden has not sought to make any uh, meaningful overtures to advance uh, peace in the Middle East since he came into office, uh, finding himself, of course, focused
focused on uh, other foreign policy issues. First of all, the botched U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan and then, of course, uh, Russia's war against Ukraine. So complicated days and weeks ahead uh, for the president of the United States and definitely massive questions beginning to stack up for American intelligence agencies. Good to speak to you. LBC News Washington correspondent Simon Marks, thank you very much indeed.